Wednesday greetings from the most echoey boardroom of the entire universe. I'm here with my next interviewee. Do you want to introduce yourself very quickly and um, yeah, just very shortly what you do here? My name is Rebecca and I'm the receptionist and executive assistant from the director. And the company does production, right? Yes, of course, for uh, commercials specifically. <laughs> But we also do uh, movies and series. And you live now, of course, obviously in Mexico City, as we are now in, um, but you grew up somewhere else. You didn't originally come from here. Where did you actually, um, where were your roots? I was born in Cancun, and then I moved to Puebla, and then right here in the Mexico City. And what were the surroundings where you grew up, family-wise? And did you move to Puebla for university? or Yeah. yeah. I moved to Puebla for university. And before that, uh, for improve my English in Vancouver, and then Puebla, and then Mexico City. Nice. And was that all the the moving? Like, was it very much supported by your family, or was it your basic instinct to <laughs> to go for it and see new places? Actually, both. Uh, when I told my parents that I wanted to improve my English, they were like, "Oh yeah, great, go for it." Since I was little, they just let me go up to camps for dancing and everything. So yeah, usually they support me. And what did you study in university? Image design and well, kind of wedding planning kind of stuff. <laughs> wedding planning? I, <laughs> I didn't even know that's an actual subject. And how does one study wedding planning here? Or like, what was the reasoning behind that? My, my dad was the executive director for, I don't know if you know, Escaret, Xelha, Explore, where there's like huge parks, important parks for Mexico. It's like number one tourism in Playa del Carmen. Mm -hmm. And I grew up with events and weddings and all Mexican. So I just grew up with that and I loved it. So I wanted to do that and image design. And what was the road between like studying that and like ended up here and working at a production company? Well, I think me me personally that in Mexico it's really hard to find a job like your first job in something that you really love and like and that has something to do with what you study. So for a first job, normally you just don't um, work at something that you study for it. Mm -hmm. So well. I thought I could work maybe in costumes and everything in here, but I started like a receptionist and executive assistant, so it's okay. But that's really interesting, like how, or why do you think that is, or actually how do people, I'm just thinking that if you can't do something that you studied or something that is your main job, like how do you go about of thinking the second best option? Well, there's two options. You can go like freelancing and you just go for it. In my case, I prefer to have a first job or maybe two jobs so I can um, save some money. And after that, maybe in three or four years, I can open my own business that it's related with what I'd studied for. That's um, pretty incredibly like systematic and planned. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. How old are you now? I just turned 26. Yeah, but still, like, not that many 26-year-olds have a plan to open <laughs> up their own business very soon. 
I know. It's just that my father, when I was little, he was like, you, you need to know what you want in life because life is so hard. And he's such a role model for me. Like He's this huge um, administration and, and I don't know, he's, he's so smart. And my mother as well and my... Well, my, my father is a wife, she's just great, and all of them just taught me to be like that. <laughs> But do you think that because of that you don't have that many doubts? Because I'm assuming that you don't have that many fears or intimidations of, for example, becoming an entrepreneur, because otherwise you wouldn't have said that so clearly and boldly that that's what you're going to do. Because it wasn't, like, that's what I noticed, that it wasn't a, a thing that... It was more as in a statement, you know? It wasn't like, maybe I will do that. It was like, yeah, I'll do that. I had doubts. Like, when I finished high school, I was so worried about what, what I was going to study at university. So that's when I went to Canada and took a, a year, six months in Canada, and improved my English and thought about what I was going to do with my life. Then I came back and I studied my wedding planning Um, I don't know if it's a master and I worked at, at uh, a wedding coordinator and then that's when I decided that I wanted to do that. So it took me like a year and a half kind of so I can figure out what I wanted to do in life. Still, that's very efficient. <laughs> I feel like I'm still continuously thinking about what I want to do in my life. But um, how was that process for you? Like, how does one, in your point of view, take a year and a half and think about? Like, did you do like active planning or just research things or try out new things? I actually did some research. I'm I love doing research. I don't know why. Since I was in high school. So I just uh, researched a lot of university uh, courses and everything. And I don't know, I think that's kind of my personality. Like, they're all so well organized. And I think I'm just like them. And it doesn't bother me. I think it's really good because in my personal life, I, I am more kind of emotional and not that well known as myself and not that well organized. So. The other half of me is organized, so that's kind of helped me <laughs> all the time. I can completely relate to that. I know. Do you think it's like this research and the systematic approach to career and work helps you feel more grounded and safe in your choices? Yeah, completely. Yeah, because I think in our age, we're so fragile to, to make these important choices. I think it really helped me to be like this. Yeah, of course. Mm. Now, of course, like it's your first job, so like it's um, you can't really have a comparison. But is this everything that you thought it would be? Let's say this. Being honest, no, <laughs> it, it's not. But it's a good start. I mean, I've been, I've learned the last five years that you just have to go for it. Like life gives you some opportunities and chances, and you just have to make the best of it. Like when I get, I got here, I was just a receptionist. Now I'm the executive assistant from the director, and that's a good start. I mean, it it reflects my my hard work and my I don't know my personality that I'm capable of doing other things. And from that, I'm, I mean, it's a good start. And then I can do whatever I want, but I really need to save some money to do that. So it's all worth it.
Yeah, totally. And when you mention hard work, what does what is hard work for you? Is it taking initiative or showcasing that you spend long hours here or like a combination of very many things? I think taking initiative. Like if they need someone to do something, I'll just go for it. Like I, I say, I can do it. Or do you want to learn? Yes, of course. Or do this. And if I don't know how to do it, I think everyone in here hates me because I'm always asking how to do some other stuff that I know how to do. But I mean, you just learn by asking and telling people how to do it. If not, well, you would you just don't learn. So I think I've been learning a lot of things in here. and I love asking questions so I can do new things. Mm -hmm. But I think it's it's like a myth of like we always keep on apologizing of asking and I don't yeah. think nobody's ever really that annoyed by that. But I think it's also a very, 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 very important thing to learn like for the future because you're never ever gonna get something if you don't ask for it. Absolutely never. And it could be like anything in life, anything that you put out there, like you have to ask for it. Nobody's gonna come and get you from your house, you know? Totally. And if you don't ask, you're never gonna do it right. Because you're gonna make like a lot of mistakes and just better ask and do the things right. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I guess like what <laughs> depends on what your like uh, standards are. <laughs> But, uh, I don't like it, I don't mind. <laughs> I just want to do my work. <laughs> That's great. I can sense that for your, like for you it's very important to like whatever you are doing that you're just doing it right for you, like you feel proud about like your job. Totally, like um, I always, I mean I know I'm not perfect and I have some issues and I'm gonna make a lot of mistakes but I just love that whatever I do, I do it with love and just right because I mean if they ask you to do something you have to do it right. I don't have time to hesitate about not doing my job or just because I'm lazy. No, you have to get up early. And you like earn everything you get. Like it doesn't matter if it's money or maybe another job or maybe whatever. Mm -hmm. But you just have to really work really hard because if not, you're not going to make it in life. Yeah. Because we keep on like kind of sort of, kind of talking around the subject of money, and of course, like for future plans, it's important to you. But what does what does it mean to you otherwise? Like, is it a sense of security or a sense of status? I think it's more for no. I don't care about status. I care about um, saving my money so I can open and do what I want. Because nobody's gonna give you money and I want money so I can do whatever I want like having my business to travel I just love traveling and I usually spend my money in concerts and traveling and that's what that's what it's me I just love to do that so in order to do that I need to have money so I think it's more like that kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah something that like allows you to do the things that you want to do of exactly. course yeah and Yeah, when we talk about money, we also often talk about status, or they're always intertwined. Does status mean things to you, or does like external validation, or what other people think about your career or work life, do these like play an uh, important role to you? Not really. I was blessed with a, a very loving family, and they just taught me that money, yeah, gives you the life that you want, but it doesn't buy you um, happiness or values or even a job like you need to earn everything in life 
you just have to not take anything for granted. I don't care about status. I can have like uh, maybe a bag, not that expensive. If I like something, I'll just buy it. It doesn't matter if it costs two dollars or maybe a hundred dollars. I don't care about that. I just care about whatever I like. I'll, I'll just have it. And because you're so close to your family, like, um, do you talk about these things with them or your friends about work and, and plans and money and status and all the insecurities and like hopes and wishes that they uh, kind of are related to? Yes, of course, we talk about it all the time. My dad was a from a very um, poor family well, when he was a child. So that's when he when he just realized that he needs to do like really being a hard worker and get everything he has right now. Like he's 60 and he just retired and he's so happy he's traveling and everything. We talk about what I want in life, my mother also, and both of them are so, so hard workers and they just kind of teach me that and and they know what I want, they respect that all the time, they just want me to be happy and doing something that I love and that I want and that I, I'm good at, because that's very important, because if you're not good at what you're doing, well, it's not good, <laughs> but yeah. Is that a big factor, the, about like what you chose to do, about the thing actually, like to choosing something that you are naturally good at? I think both, like you can find something that you like and that you're good at. And if you just love something that you're not good at, then just work for it. You can get better than you were before if you want it so bad. Like I love photography. I'm not the best at it, but I, I'm taking courses and I'm improving. I mean, and I just loved it. And that's important too. Like if you're not good at something, you just can work for it and get um, be better at it. Yeah, that's something I keep on having conversations with my friends and like people that I meet is consistency and the complete lack of consistency that people are struggling with, especially when it comes to even like loving, like the hobbies that we love or things that we want to learn and something that is for some reason, maybe the fact that it's hard to focus nowadays because there's so much stimuli all over the place. Yeah. Um, do you struggle with that? Like just regularly learning... <coughs> A new skill. I think everyone struggles with that. I don't think we're all good at everything. But I think that if you really want something, you just you're gonna do everything to get it or to just do it or whatever you want. But yeah, consistency is really hard, but I'm doing better. <laughs> I mean than before. Like when we when we are younger, I think that it's a very important process because if like when I was a kid, I loved dancing and a lot of arts and I just hated all the festivals, but I knew that in order to dance and everything, I had to do the festival. So you sometimes you have to sacrifice something so in order to have another ones and you just, you know, you can deal with it. Mm. I love the fact that you had such a realistic attitude towards, I don't know, life and work because it's often... Not that like you're 16, but it's often when you talk about work life with, I think it's maybe like people that are in their 20s or the reason must be that 
there are just so many opportunities and that freaks the fuck out of people so often it's so much stress and it's really hard to rationalize what you have to do to go from one place to one place because you have to have a goal (laughs) otherwise if you're just dabbling with a hundred million different things you're never gonna get to um, uh, a thing and I just wanted to ask you like, how important it is to you that you have that goal of like opening up a business and like to have that. Of course, it's not an end goal, but mid goal, let's say mid goal. Yeah, I think it's important to open my own business because that's what I'm gonna love doing in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can open your own business, or you can be happy all your life having your own business. You can be your own boss, and you know, like having your own maybe your time i think when you're uh, when you are your own boss you're you just have time for everything like you just can organize your life so well and i just love that idea mm-hmm. i think and does it help for you to yeah i don't know just to minimize those panic situations due to different options in the universe because you have that that one thing i think that i'll old younger when I was younger and all my friends when you're just younger you have these doubts and I I had a crisis actually because I didn't know what I wanted to do in life and my parents just uh, they're administrators and hotels nothing to do with what I want to and they just would they would just love for me to do that but they just respect what I what I wanted to do like I love that they just told me whatever makes you happy We'll go for it. But you have to be the best one on what you want to do. That's the only thing we, we want from you. And I'm like, and I was like, okay. I mean, it's fair. If you're paying for my studies and everything, I have to be the better of, um, of my class and everything. But I think, yeah, it's really hard. Like, I'm blessed that I'm kind of a, a little bit maybe uh, fit grounded about what I want in life. But yeah, of course, we all have a lot of doubt. There's just too many options. Like when your parents were younger, they were just like university just have like eight options. And right now they're like 15 and all different and they're all amazing. But you just, I mean, I don't have a problem with people that take even two years for them to know what they want in life. I think it's it's important for you to be sure. So you just, just take your time. I mean, if you don't have any money or you, you don't have uh, your parents' uh, approval or something, it's harder, of course. But sometimes you just have to make some choices and sometimes people are not gonna like it. And I think in, 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 in my opinion, it's that you have to just go for it. Like, so it happened to me that my parents didn't want me to go to Mexico City. They, they were born here. And I was like, okay, you don't like me to, to go there and live and work because it's very, um, it's dangerous and everything you want. Is there earthquakes and whatever you want. But it's my decision. And I actually told them, I can make it on my own. I can live with my, my aunt. She told me that I can live with her. And I'll just pay for my, um, not no for rent, but for uh, food and everything. And I was like, okay. I'll do it. I have my clothes. I'll give back to my parents all my furniture and everything if they want it. And I'm going to make it. So they were like shocked. And they told me, okay, we didn't thought you were going to t- 
told us that, but okay, then you have our approval. And I was like, okay, nice, thank you. But I'm going to make it even though they would just wouldn't approve that. Because that's what makes, you ha makes me happy. And my dream was for living here in Mexico City. Because it's amazing. This city is just amazing. And I had the opportunity to live in another state, in another country, and I've traveled a lot. And I decided this city to live in. So, yeah. <laughs> See, like having guts always pays off somehow, yeah. <laughs> or being being very stubborn pays off often. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you? Um, you said like you have to like when you have dreams and goals, and that helps you like have a straighter path um, in terms of work. But um, do you ever? Like, of course, we always have like fears and doubts. But do you ever? Um, find yourself or catch yourself uh, comparing yourself to other people or other people's success oh yeah of course i think that i'm going to tell you something very personal i had a health um, issue for eight years so oh my god i was so uh, i didn't have any um self-esteem i was in depression and, and medicated and everything it was awful but then i just realized and um, that I was so beautiful the way I am, that I have issues, I, I'm going to make mistakes and everything, but I was so grateful to be alive and so grateful to have my family, um, our status, it's, it's okay, I mean, we're not rich, but we are okay. I had the opportunity to travel, to study whatever I want, so then I just stopped complaining about all the, you know, like, I don't like my hair. I don't like this. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Why I can't be like that? Oh my gosh, she's working and she's, um, she's, um, they're paying her like a lot of money. And I just, I just got tired. Cause I was like, I'm not gonna be like them. So I need to make my, on my own. Like, okay, I want to, uh, to be paid more money. Okay, then I'm gonna look for a job that gives me more money. I wanna, I don't know, a hair like that. Okay, then I'm gonna do a treatment for my hair. I mean, there's options out there. And you just need to suck it up and stop complaining and doing something about it. Because, I mean, you're not never going to be happy if you're like that all the time. I know it's hard. It took me like five years. But you can do it. And you just need to be happy with what, what you have. And if you want more, then work for it. <laughs> I love the fact how simple that. Like, of course, like, it's in the same time, it's easy to make it sound simple and... It's not, but actually in the end, to, like in its core, it is kind of simple. Of course, like we all have like our trials and tribulations and like hindrances of like why we can't go for the things that we want. But those are the key things is just to be content about where you are right now and try to make the best out of it and then work really, really hard to get to the point that you want to. But um, also it's pretty spectacular that you have that goal, you know? <laughs> because um, I think that's the main panic mode that people do have, that they don't have that very specific thing. I always ask this question, but what does being successful, what does it mean to you? Um, personally or work-life? You can either put them together or just sell them separately. Whatever, like, just the term of success. What does it mean to you? For me, I think it's first personally. Because it, it took me, like I said before, a lot of time for me to be happy with myself and everything that surrounds me. So I think success is where I am halfway right now, because I'm happy. 
and I think I wasn't happy like five years ago. It took me so long to be, I can call myself, I'm happy with my life right now. And I think success is just accepting things like whatever, whatever lives put you in front of you, you just grab, grab it or you just uh, put aside. It depends. If, it, if it's good for you, then embrace it. If not, just, just you know, like next page. Because sometimes I think we always get really attached with good things and bad things. And you just, I don't think that's fair even for ourselves. Because there's so much, there's so much um, great things for you out there. And we just like, I don't know how to say it. You just... Um, Focus on the wrong things? Yeah. Uh, I noticed that most people do that. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, there's another way for that, right? Like there's options out there. You just don't have to focus. If you just focus on on negative things, you're never going to make it. So I think success for me, it's like always seeing the good side and everything. Or maybe just try to make it not that bad or that awful for you. And maybe concentrate that good energy on whatever you're doing. If it doesn't matter if it's um, self-esteem, you know, even choosing your coffee in the morning, working at work, uh, open your own business with your family, your partner, your friends, and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important for me of, for the word success, like getting the best of everything. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's really nice because you were mentioning before, of course, like, with your parents wanting you to be the best and like do the best for you at school and being the best in the class and didn't turn you into a perfectionist in a way that you you can actually in a way the complete opposite in a positive way in a complete positive way yeah yeah of course i was actually very perfectionist years like years uh, ago but i changed that because it really didn't make me happy also i was like there's, it, it needs to be like this way. And and it was after, right now, I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. So there's options. You can like be a little f- uh, flexible with everything. But that, that takes a lot of time and patience and tolerance. And, oh my God, I think it's really hard. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like a, a friend of mine told me the other day is that there's a distinguishing factor between like personal contentment and work contentment and personal contentment is should be already there because you are enough and work contentment is that whatever you're doing there if you're working hard that is good enough in itself because that it's what the effort that you're putting into yes of course i think that it's important that whatever you do you just do it like to give the best of you like if something goes wrong then you can say well I did whatever it was in my hands to do that, you know? And it's just, it really gives you like this kind of peace that you tried and you just can move on. I love that statement. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's a good way to to stop the talk. Um, Thanks so much for chatting with me. Oh, thank you. It was lovely. (laughs) 